everybody, this is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva's Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. Because I know you're all interested in nutrition, I know you're familiar with the terms antioxidant and free radical. Both are thrown around a lot and always in the same sort of way. We talk about the body as if it were some sort of Wild West shootout between the free radicals in dark bandanas and the antioxidants wearing white. I myself have frequently talked about the potential damage caused by free radicals and the benefits of foods that are rich in antioxidants, such as vegetables. But lately, there have been suggestions that this shootout at the OK Corral imagery may be an oversimplification or even an outright mistake. Have we got it all wrong about free radicals and antioxidants? Are free radicals actually good for us? More importantly, can you get too many antioxidants? Free radicals, of course, are molecules with an unpaired electron, which makes them electrically unstable. In an effort to stabilize themselves, they recruit electrons from other molecules nearby, and that often creates more free radicals. If it gets out of hand, this electron-robbing free-for-all can cause a lot of damage, disrupting your cellular function and your DNA. Way back in the middle of the last century, a scientist named Denny Harmon first introduced this notion that free radicals were a primary cause of aging and disease and that quelling these free radicals with antioxidants could help us live longer and keep us from getting sick. And ever since, it's as if we've been in some sort of race in which whoever consumes the most antioxidants wins, which explains why antioxidant supplements are a multi-billion dollar industry. Weirdly, however, it's turned out that taking all these supplements doesn't actually make anyone any healthier. In a few studies, people taking antioxidant supplements were actually worse off than those who didn't. In the past couple of years, we've been learning that free radicals may actually have some benefits and that overloading ourselves with antioxidants might be getting in the way of the body's normal, healthy way of functioning. For example, we know that vigorous exercise creates a lot of free radicals in the body. And because we've been taught that free radicals are harmful, many people reasoned that athletes should take high-dose antioxidants to counteract the damaging effects of all those free radicals. But it turns out, this may do more damage than good. You see, the production of free radicals in the body triggers the body's own antioxidant defenses and also helps the body adapt to the stress of exercise. That ability to adapt, in turn, enhances the effects and benefits of exercise. Flooding the body with antioxidants, on the other hand, prevents that adaptation from occurring. It appears that taking high-dose antioxidants might actually reduce the benefit you get from exercise. And there are other studies using nematodes, which are a kind of worm, showing that big doses of antioxidants actually shorten the lifespan. This is a little like that moment at the end of The Empire Strikes Back, spoiler alert, when you find out that Darth Vader is actually Luke Skywalker's father. The mind reels. At the very least, it appears that in viewing free radicals as the enemy of health, we greatly oversimplified the situation. And then, as we so often do, we overreacted by taking huge amounts of antioxidants. It seems as if we have to learn this lesson over and over again. Just because something is good doesn't mean that more is necessarily better. Instead of staging a shootout at the OK Corral, I think we need to take a sort of Goldilocks approach, aiming for a healthy balance. Apparently, free radicals serve a helpful function in the body. So it's not surprising that wholesome activities like exercising and breathing create them. 
On the other hand, too many free radicals can be damaging, which is why it's a good idea to avoid secondhand smoke, deep-fried foods, sunburns, and other things that can create excessive exposure to free radicals. Likewise, antioxidants serve a valuable function, so it's not surprising that diets featuring antioxidant-rich foods like fruits, vegetables, nuts, and legumes are linked with good health and reduced disease. On the other hand, overwhelming the body with artificially concentrated doses of antioxidants appears to be of little benefit, and it might actually be harmful. As you know, I'm not a big fan of vitamin supplements anyway, so this new take on free radicals doesn't really change what I've been recommending all along. Spend your money on nutritious whole foods instead of supplements. Stay active. Avoid excessive stress. And keep your sense of humor. After all, as Barry Hallowell of the National University of Singapore points out, you cannot live without free radicals, nor should you wish to, but they will probably help to kill you in the end. Next month is National Nutrition Month, and this year's theme is Eat Right with Color. To help you get into the spirit of things, I'm going to be sending out some bonus tips and recipes every day this week to my newsletter subscribers. You can sign up for my newsletter at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com, where you'll also find a transcript of today's episode and links to additional information about free radicals. Also, my brand new book, Nutrition Diva's Secrets for a Healthy Diet, What to Eat, What to Avoid, and What to Stop Worrying About, releases on March 1st, but you can pre-order it today on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or wherever you buy books. Now have a great day and eat something good for me.